Welcome to Behind the Screen, a bonus interview series from Forward Movement, featuring author conversations with our managing editor, Rochelle Thompson. Hi, welcome to an episode of Behind the Screen. Today we're with Jenny Courier, the author of Forward Day by Day, the July 2021 issue. Welcome, Jenny. How are you doing? Oh, thanks. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to be with you. And uh, I want to start right in with your connection to Forward Day by Day, because I think you have such a cool story. I want you to share it with our uh, readers. Sure. Yeah. I first um, started reading Day by Day when I was in high school. Um, My mom My mom was an avid day-by-day reader, and at the time, someone named Bo Cox, uh, who was writing from inside an Oklahoma prison, was the author, and she just was so taken by the things that he was writing that she kept saying, I really think you'll like this. Like, just give it a try. So I started reading his reflections, and that got me interested in reading day by day as like a 16 year old. So I started with just the reflections and then I worked up and I was like, oh, I guess I should probably read, you know, the Bible part too. (laughs) Um, And so I've been doing that for many years. And then actually a couple of years after that, my mom became a day by day writer. I think it might've been in 2001, some 2001 to 2003, somewhere in that window, she was also an author. And um, I, figured I would take a shot and see if now, you know, 16 later, 16 years later, I could do the same. That's very cool. We don't often have generational forward day by day writers. So this is, that's pretty cool. And you shared that your mom actually, um, the experience of reading uh, Bo Cox's meditations and hearing about his life had changed the trajectory of her life, right? That's right. Yeah. So she was a registered nurse while I was growing up. And after reading Bo's writing, she actually went to Oklahoma and met him in person and became um, interested in the what was going on, you know, in prisons and prison ministry. And so she first started working as a nurse inside of prisons and detention centers And she became connected with uh, another woman in New Mexico who was doing a prison ministry sort of outreach. Mm -hmm. And my mom ended up becoming a CEO of her own program called Wings for Life, um, which is imparting life skills Mm -hmm. for inmates and their families. And it has sort of taken its own wings, I guess, as it were. And now they're in you know, elementary and middle schools and they do different programming. um, But that has ever since then been a really important part of her life is thinking about those who are incarcerated as well as their families. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I I read um, Bo Cox's meditations, not when he first wrote them, but um, several years later and was moved. I mean, like so many people, uh, he had such a witness to his transformed life and to see that it, it uh, inspired people uh, all over. I guess that's um, mm-hmm. part of the joy of Forward Day by Day is that we have readers and listeners and folks, you never know what seeds you're planting. So I, uh, 
It is really remarkable when you think about it that way. Yeah. It's just like, well, this is of course what happened, but yeah, my mom just changed her career because of a day by day meditation. So that is, it is really exciting to see that. And when you told her that you were going to write for a month, what did she say? Oh my gosh. She already has a copy of the day by day. I'm not sure how she got this like advanced copy before I did. Um, but she sent me a photo of like her with the day by day. And she's like, I'm going to tell everybody. Uh, so she's, she's really excited about it. I think she's already read all the meditations straight through. I was like, mom, that's not how it works. Um, <laughs> she seems pretty proud. So it is for moms though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a good, good mom thing to do. Well, when you were writing your reader, how mm-hmm. is writing them um, better than you thought it would be and, or harder than you thought it would be or both? (laughs) Um, yeah, that's a great question. I, I guess I have a particular style in which like, like reading them, Mm -hmm. I like to receive them in a very like storytelling sort of way. Um, and I think anecdotes like story, we're storytelling people, and so without knowing in advance, you know, what scriptures are going to come at you, like sometimes that's really easy. And then other times, you know, you have to dig deep and really like pray and meditate on it. Um, and so actually what I had done in sort of preparation and also because I thought I would have the, the calendar of readings in advance last year for Lent at this time, um, I did a practice of taking the the readings of that day and seeing if I could write a reflection. So for Lent last year, I wrote 40 days worth of wow. I guess, yeah. more, um, worth of reflections. Um, but even still, when I did get the actual readings that I was doing a month or so later, it was a bit harder because I was like, oh, now there's pressure, you know, like before it was no pressure. Right. Um, but it does invite uh, the Holy spirit for sure to, for some where it's like, I don't know what I can add to this or where my experiences will intersect or be helpful to other people and to explore some of those. And I think some of the more difficult ones for me to write ended up being what I think are the better ones. So I've had that experience too. I I've often said to writers, I think the first 10 are super easy. The next 10 are, you know, kind of hard. And the last 10 are like, oh, so painful to, um, because you just want to find the right, um, the right approach and the right way to really dive into the scripture. But I've also found like your experience is that it tends to be that those last 10 are the ones that really resonate with people. And maybe because that's, maybe it's because I had to dig deeper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. uh, maybe readers will find that with you as well. So in your life, you are a travel and food writer. Tell us um, what you do and where you like to go. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly my Instagram handle. It's like, this is my dream is to actually be paid to do all these things. (laughs) Um, Right now, I am a freelance food writer for uh, some local Rhode Island publications, mostly. So I do get to do the fun things of trying out new restaurants and writing about that for 
very small pay. Um, but it's more of the experience that right. I love. And I've been traveling. I took my first solo trip to Scotland uh, when I was 23. And it was, it just like opened up this new world. I've been traveling before, but something about traveling by myself, I guess, forced me to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, and just talking to people around the world and hearing different stories and seeing the culture and the food, especially. Um, I think you really get to know a place through through the food and around the table. Um, and I think Jesus also displayed that pretty well. He was around the table a lot. So those are some of my favorite experiences. So I try to do that in, in non-pandemic years as much right. as I can. Right. What's your first place that you want to visit when we can travel again? Well, I love Greece. So Greece is, it, last year was my first year not going since my first experience there in 2015. I am like a fangirl of, of Greece. So that will definitely be on my list. And very randomly, I really want to visit Malta. Mm-hmm. Um, it's come up before and I've been reading Acts and Paul's adventures on Malta and I just feel like I don't know this is a place I want to see yeah that's wonderful well what is the most exotic food or most interesting meal that you've ever had wow that's a great question um I would say the most memorable meal, and I didn't really partake of it, I mostly just watched it, uh, was once again in Greece, and they do not let any animal, any part of the animal go to waste, so they were eating lamb skull, Mm. and they literally just had like, uh, you know, the skull there, they're eating like the eyeball and the the cheek and the tongue and all the parts. And I didn't know that that was even possible. So I learned, I learned a lot from witnessing that experience. Um, And let's see, as far as one that I have partaken in, it's not the most uh, unique food, but the most unique experience was also in Greece. And this to me was a very biblical moment. There was uh, this vineyard mm-hmm. that um, these people owned and they kind of had a bed and breakfast situation going on, but people who weren't staying there could still reserve a spot for dinner. So they had this beautiful outdoor table that sat 12 people. Wow. And um, there were people from, there was me, my friend who was from Holland, people from Germany, France, Greece, and maybe one other country. And we all sat around this table and shared this meal and we're speaking different languages. And it was one of the coolest experiences I've had. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, So readers, when they are looking at your meditations, what do you hope... How do you hope they respond? What do you hope they take from this? Um, I hope that it allows them to, I guess, engage, you know, with scripture 
in a personal way. I think a lot of my uh, reflections, well, maybe not all of them, but several of them try to touch on my own life. And I hope that that sort of sparks connections uh, in readers about how that might tie or create some sort of empathy because I think that that's where, you know, we all share that human experience and to know how the gospels or the old Testament or the Psalms can really speak into those moments. Um, And so if it can do even just like a fraction of like what Bo's writings did for me and my mom, like that would be really amazing. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your talent and your faith and your experience with us today, uh, but even more importantly, in your writing. And I'm really excited for readers to get to hear from you for the whole month of July. Well, thank you so much. It has been such an honor and uh, a joy to be able to contribute. So uh, I appreciate you giving me the chance to be a part of it. Thank you, Jenny. Mm -hmm.